Hey, everybody, what is going on? Welcome back once again to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up. I am your host, Jeff Spencer, coming at you from my podcast studio located in the heart of Newtown, Connecticut. Thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. Whether you have for a while or you are today for the first time, we all greatly appreciate it here on the podcast. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today, please be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts so that you never miss a future episode. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Sweeten Up Podcast. Also, if you have a suggestion for the podcast, want to write into the show, or would like to be a guest down the road, please reach out to us at sweetenuppodcast at gmail.com. With that being said, my guest on the podcast today is the owner of a brand new vineyard called Aquila's Nest, right here in the Sandy Hook section of Newtown, Connecticut, the great and powerful Neviana Shgaba. Neviana and her husband, Ardian, along with their two kids, always enjoyed the outdoors, and when they came across a stunning 40-acre farm property five years ago, just off exit 11 in the Sandy Hook, Connecticut area of Newtown, they knew they found the right place. In a short time, they were able to build a beautiful space for the community to gather, join together, and enjoy each other's company in a serene, wooded mountaintop setting. The journey the family took to get to this point is very inspiring. I enjoyed our conversation so much, talking the journey, the wines, the building, the collaborations with local businesses in Newtown, and so much more. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here she is, my friend and the owner of Aquila's Nest Vineyard, Neviana Shgapa. Joining me today on the podcast, live in the Sweeten Up studios here in the heart of Newtown, Connecticut, I am super excited and honored because sitting across from me is the owner of a new vineyard right here in Newtown called Aquila's Nest, and we are super, super grateful that it's here. It's such a beautiful space. So sitting down right now with me, the great and powerful owner of the vineyard, Neviana Shkaba. Neviana, how are you doing this evening on the Sweeten Up podcast and what's going on? Wow, Jeff, what an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I'm very grateful to be here and, Thank you. you know, such a beautiful space to talk to you and have this like laid back discussion. Thank you. I love your records yes, right records. behind me. <laughs> yes. And I see so many guitars and, you know, music all around. I love music and yes. I, you know, we try to do as much of it as possible in the, yes. in the winery as well. Love music. Absolutely love music. Like I was just saying to you before, this is a music haven here. I play the drums. My dad plays guitar. We do some singing. Sometimes we, we play together in the living room. It's super great. With everything that's going on right now, it's so great to have the vineyard in town because it's a stressful time and people want to get out. People want to do stuff when they can, when it's safe, everything like that, following the guidelines, all that good stuff. And so I, what I like to do is start at the top and just see how my guests are doing. So how are you doing with everything that's going on? How's your family? Mm -hmm. And how has been the first few weeks? And then we'll dive into how it came to be and everything like that. All right. Well, thank you for asking. I mean, I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old son. And they're currently doing virtual school. So okay. during the day, thank God I have my mom and my mother-in-law to help me out nice. you know, with their schoolwork <laughs> as well while I work full-time because I have a full-time job. Gotcha. I'm, I work as a senior program manager for like finance systems at uh, a large corporation in, in the U.S. And so I do that during the day. Nice. Um, and then at night, it's mostly or in the afternoons, uh, I focus on the vineyard, uh, promoting it and making sure that people know, it, uh, know about us. 
Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a fine balance trying to keep up with everything going on. But, you know, when we started the vineyard, we were aware that at least for the first few months until, you know, everything settled, yeah. um, it would be a bit hectic. Right. <laughs> An understatement, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I see, I see that you're very active. It's great. I see all the, the great stuff going on on social media. It's awesome. You have a really great website. You have a really great social media platform. It's super impressive and awesome. And, um, just so interested to hear about this journey. So where did this all start? Where did you come up with the idea, um, that you were like, Hey, I, I think I want to go into this venture and, and pursue uh, a dream of opening a vineyard and, and how, well, where'd that start? Well, it just started like from a crazy idea. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's perfect. That's how this podcast started. <laughs> you know, yeah. All good things start from like crazy ideas yeah. and just following your dreams. And it's sometimes it's good not to know the full picture uh, because then you'd see this like, you know, huge roadblocks or, you know, very time consuming uh, activities that you have to do to like reach your goal and your dreams. So right. sometimes it's like, take it step by step. Yeah. So the way we started really, um, I mean, my husband and I used to uh, go out a lot to all Connecticut state parks. We used to um, hike a lot in Connecticut and also in um, yeah, New York. Yeah, there's a lot and, of great state parks around this around this yeah. area in New York too. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. have, we actually visited like almost uh, all 100, or at least a hundred Connecticut State parks. Oh, that's awesome! So we were, yeah, going like to school, um, studying, and then every weekend we would just leave seven a.m., come back like eight p.m., and just go hiking. Right. And for a, for a certain time, we also used to go to like all the Connecticut wineries. You know, New York, Massachusetts, Rhode Island—they have really good wineries as well. Uh, it's just something nice to relax, unwind, and also still be outside. And my husband grew up in the countryside of Albania. I grew up like going for vacations to, you know, my cousins in the countryside as well. So we always loved that, you know, adventurous, natural um, upbringing. Yeah. Um, so when I had my second son, he was three months old, we were starting to look for a place to build our house. So the vineyard was like, vineyard? Yeah, vineyard. vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just had a three-month-old. <laughs> yeah, right. So my husband was looking for places to build the, the house. And we found this 40-acre property in Newtown, Connecticut. And we were like, 40 acres in Fairfield County, right in Newtown? Yeah. I mean, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you can't find you know, a place to like build a house, and yeah. let alone like 40 acres. Yeah, let alone 40 acres. Yeah. No, agreed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, we called the real estate agent at the time, and she took us over and got us to like do a tour of the, the property. And it was exactly five years ago in October. Wow. When the leaves were amazing. Yeah. And um, right now when you enter the vineyard, you know, like the main road to go up, up, up the space. But at the time there was no road. You okay. know, that road we had to build. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was this like, you know, main road of the farm, you know, just with a lot of rocks and the or the farm has at least 20 acres of forest, I think. And then the oh, rest cool. it's open space. So it has a lot of forest. So we were like walking through the forest and we saw like a little field there and we were like, wow, this is so cute, but where are the 40 acres? <laughs> <laughs> right. So we were walking up and up and it was just very dense forest. 
And then all of a sudden, there was a, this point where you went up at the almost at the highest point of the place where the forest completely stops and there is like this huge fields appearing in front of you. And we were like, oh my God, yes. what is going on here? <laughs> right. What is this place? Because yeah. you'd never guess because from the road, you'd never guess that there are, you know, field, open fields, so Agreed. much yeah. open field. Yeah. And because it was also, you know, the fall, oh my God, it was just mesmerizing. Right. You know? And so we, we kept walking and we crossed like one of the uh, dividing walls that is built with the rocks from the vineyard, uh, from the farm. And uh, we went into this place where right now uh, the, we build a winery. And the views of the fall foliage from this place were amazing. Like we've been, we've visited like all Connecticut State Parks, as I told you, you know, all the wineries. And we were just struck, you know. Uh, so we just looked at each other and we're like, well, it would be such a shame to just build a house here. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because a lot of people would enjoy it a lot as well. Sure. So, you know, imagine I had a three months old <laughs> <laughs> and the other, my son, the other one was probably like 23 months or so, not even two years old. And so I don't know, it was just uh, a decision like of a moment. It was like uh, meant to be in a way. And we decided, you know what, we're not going to do the house. Let's build it later. Let the kids destroy our current house, (laughs) (laughs) which they have. So I think it was a good decision gotcha. to wait. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> um, and then we started out just researching, a, you know, what it would take to build a vineyard. And in one of the quotes that I have above the bar. Yes, I love that quote. I was going to ask you about that. So yeah. I'm glad you're bringing it up. Yeah, it says, create a vision so clear that all your fears become uh, irrelevant. Right. And that was our journey every single step or every single day uh, in the past five years. Uh, there have been a lot of unknowns, a lot of problems, roadblocks, uh, things that we had to learn, things that, you know, you had to take a step back and then, you know, redo some things and see what what worked best. But in the end, we made it. And it's really that kind of uh, drive and tenacity and belief in your in your dream and in your vision. That's awesome. That, uh, you know, makes big, big things work. Right, right, right. That's super cool. And I know that, um, you know, you, you, you do like to talk about how, you know, your, your father you know, really, really believed in your vision and, yeah. and knew that you could do it. And I'm sure he's super proud of you. And I know that you talk about, you know, him with the pancreatic cancer and stuff like that. And I think it's super cool what you do with Ant's Place and what you do, um, you know, with pancreatic ca- uh, cancer awareness and stuff. You try to bring attention to it. I think that's super cool. And, you know, how proud do you think he'd be of you? I mean, I mean, oh, I'm, I'm be... sure he's looking down on you right now and he's just thrilled. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure he is. Uh, the first time that we went to visit the vineyard, he was with us along with my mom and uh, you know, I, I came in uh, the United States like almost 12 years ago when I was 18. Oh, cool. And I hadn't really been to Albania more than once, like two or three weeks in eight years. So my parents came over and I had just, you know, given birth to my second son. So, you know, they were at the point in their life where my sister was over here as well, uh, about to get married. So they were like, what are we going to do in Albania? We can like come and help you guys out with the kids, you know? Uh, And so when we found this property, my father was really happy because he could like help us out and, you know, also spend his time here as well and work too. And um, when he saw the land, he was like, oh my God, you can have goats here and you can have sheep. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sure you can have many things. (laughs) Right, right. As long as you take care of them. (laughs) Right, right, right. 
so um and then you know they went back to albania to like wrap up a few things uh, because they have they're they're entrepreneurs as well they have some businesses in albania and so within the month when they went there he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer um it's just fate you know yeah uh, the yeah. way life works, what can you do? No, exactly. Like I was saying to you last year with my mom, it just, she got sick and, and that was it. And yeah. it was very quick and it was unfortunate. But like you say, yeah, it's just, it's it's fate, it's life. Yeah, yeah, what can you do? What can you do, right. And so when he came over, luckily, you know, we were able to help him out uh, with at least, you know, being taken care of and being comfortable during right. the one year that he lived with uh, the disease. Uh, but yeah, two days prior, we got to know about it two days prior to our like signing the papers and imagine, imagine like signing the papers to do a vineyard when you know that the, your biggest supporter is not going to be there. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot to, to take in, to soak in for sure. And, you know, the only reason why we kind of kept pushing ourselves is because he believed in us. He, he tried to help as much as possible, believe it or not, even during that year. And again, like we had a vision that this would be a great place for our community to gather and enjoy their time with their families, their friends, make memories there and so on. That's really cool. And I appreciate you for, for sharing that. Um, I know it's probably a tough subject, but I'm, I'm sure it's also a happy subject because yeah. he's proud of you and you have yeah. the memories and I have the memories of my mom and that's what keeps me going. So, exactly. and I can tell, and you know, when I read that story, um, I read that in an article and I just, I started tearing up cause yeah. I'm like, what a great story. Like what a super <laughs> cool story, you know, just of, of your father believing in you. And then here you are, you're doing it. You're, 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 you're freaking doing it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you say, but, um, but listen, uh, you know, you were talking before about, um, your husband, I hope I don't butcher his name. Ar Ardian? Ardian. Ardian. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, so he kind of handles sort of, uh, making the 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 yeah, wines and yeah. and that's something that he likes to do so so what yeah. Are, yeah so if you I can, can speak tell on you about that yeah what my husband does because i i sure. take more of the spotlight everywhere oh no that's that's fine <laughs> yeah that's totally fine so i started giving like vineyard tours i'll continue that as long as we can with the weather right uh but so when we opened the first three weeks like i i had to put a timeline uh, one hour and a half of reservations because there were a ton of people that wanted to come yeah and with covid and also opening up a new business you never know how many people will show up and you True. I want them to like stay in line, even though we couldn't help it one weekend when the sun it, it was happens, like summer right? weather. Yeah, yeah, it just happens. Yeah. So and then after uh, you know we extended them from one hour and a half to two hours. So now at the beginning of the hour, usually if everybody wants it or the weather is okay or comfortable outside, I give them a little vineyard tour. So I tell everybody that you know in the vineyard at the beginning we had to have cows you know, to eat, uh, like eat the grass because the fields were not planted. So I tell them that these cows used to run away all the time in the beginning when we got them. <laughs> and we were wondering why would cows run away? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was telling this story to one of my coworkers and he listened to me and he's like, so your cows ran away to your neighbor's place and across the roads. And he's like, are you sure you had cows? And I'm like, yeah, they were boy cows. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, so you had bulls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So my husband had to do a lot of chasing. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, at the beginning um, and, you know, throughout the whole five years, we had to clean up the property a lot. He cut hundreds of trees, like literally hundreds wow. and hundreds of trees. Right. Uh, you know, dead trees, brushes that, yeah. you know, we were supposed to clean. Right. 
and then the space where the winery is built right now, it wasn't actually, you know, this like open space where people can park and right, you know, right. sit in the kind of had terraces. to be kind of had to be oh, dug was, out sort of. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like full of trees, uh, full of rocks. Oh wow! And uh, my husband cut most of the trees. Uh, then we used the rocks to build a wall um, for our sitting terrace and so on. So we reused a lot of like the wood that we cut to build uh, poles for the vineyard. So you can see, uh, and I show this to people and they're like, oh my God, we want to see your husband. He must be like such like a Superman. And I'm like, <laughs> he's not, you know, that big of a guy. He's just, you know, <laughs> he used to do it one day at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just take your time. You get done what you can. And yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. So yeah, I appreciate my husband a lot because he's very, you know, down to earth, very patient. Yeah. And he's very much like focused on do your best every day. And really, that's the story of our vineyard. I yeah. mean, every day we were there every afternoon, every weekend. I got to travel for my job, like all around, like France, Dubai, all over the US. So I, I took more breaks than my husband did. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the name of my full time job. Yeah, yeah, of but, course. Yeah, but my my husband did a lot of the work. That's super cool. I mean, you know, it, it, it's funny because you guys have been here putting all this time and effort yeah. into it for years. You know, little did people know. I mean, I'm sure maybe some people knew you guys were, were coming out, but I don't think everyone did. And when you guys just sort of popped up out of nowhere, <laughs> everyone's like, wait, what? Like, where'd this vineyard come? It just got built overnight. And it's like, it's like, no, it, it takes years and years and yeah. years. But I didn't even know about this. And, and, and I've been in town for, you know, my whole life. So I figured I would have knew. But I think it's super great how you guys are just working and you're working and the space is super cool. The, um, mm -hmm. you know, the building itself is super cool. And, you know, what was the thought behind building and what the inside space was going to yeah. look like and, and the fire pits outside kind of, you know, the vibe is what was your thoughts on how that was all going to come together? Yeah. So, um, back to like your point that we popped up like three months ago <laughs> yeah. and now you know thousands of people are like following yeah, us and yeah, yeah. they're like where were you yeah. <laughs> and we were like we were we here were just working. Yeah, we, were just we actually planted ready. believe it or not we planted seven and a half acres of vines just me and my husband wow oh yeah so i plan to like post uh some blog posts on like how we did it but it it's a process and <laughs> yeah, i can imagine, imagine like a, if you ever been to like a tough mother yeah that's like a four to six hour thing yeah and then you're completely you know drained done planting the vineyard uh we planted an acre then an acre and a half two acres like every year uh, until we reach seven and a half Planting a vineyard, you need like at least two weekends before the week of planting right? to really like dig the holes and, you know, do all the prep work. And then planting them, it's like tough mother in steroids doing it seven days back to back. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that's a lot, man. And I know how much you love music and I know how in, inside the space you have a yeah. piano, you have bands yeah. come by, you know, music is important. So, so yeah. I can tell you more about that, like going, um, yeah. going like from, you know, farming to this space that doesn't even look like any other winery. No, you have that really cool stove in one corner, like that little, oh, I love it. You know, it's so cool. So um, I wanted like the vineyard to <clears throat> represent like all the interests that we have. And my focus is for people to come and enjoy a glass of wine and get inspired to 
you know, talk about something else, maybe learn something else, or just, you know, look at some beautiful art or something beautiful, you know, more yeah. than more than a drink a glass of wine. Because it's kind of, that's just the type of person that I am. I yeah. like to like combine many interests that I have in, in my daily life. Right. That's super cool. And, and I know how much you love astronomy. I know, like I was saying, the vibe in there and then this, the, you know, the wine bottles and the names of the wine bottles and stuff like that. You know, I know that that, uh, you know, you, you guys really like astronomy. So what could you say about that? So uh, actually, my husband studied mechanical engineering. If he hadn't studied that, he would definitely, uh, he loved physics. Gotcha. He was like very good at physics okay. throughout like all high school, college, whatever, um, the master's degree as well. And he was going to study astronomy, actually. That's cool. Yeah. That's very neat. Uh, but I don't know the school that he came over. He went to Fairfield U here, so they didn't have that kind of a program. Oh, okay. So then he went to do uh, mechanical engineering. Gotcha. But then on my other side, I love storytelling, um, you know, and in storytelling, you combine a lot of ancient myths and music and um, women empowerment diversity, you know, globalization, uh, many different themes that right. you can, you know, tie and thread in, in a story. And so um, because I loved storytelling and ancient mythology, I wanted to combine those and highlight the women of ancient myths, uh, ancient Greek myths gotcha. and, you know, Roman. and Because Albania is right in between the Greece, uh, Greeks and Romans and right. Turkish yeah. and <laughs> Slavic. So it's like, you know, a combination of all those cultures. Yeah. And so that's why all the wines have in them the name of a woman from an ancient myth or an ancient history. And then also they have a constellation because usually the way the, you know, the ancient myths went is um, there were the gods of Olympus or the Roman gods as well. Right. And, um, you know, all the stories were tied to constellations, to the sky, um, to the gods and to like the humans. And a lot of those stories um, represent just, you know, different like nuances of, of human life and how we see uh, our interactions with other people as well. And also like each of the wines, apart from the name of the woman and also the, the constellation, have a Latin phrase in the front and which is translated in english in the back uh so how do all of this tie together uh, usually the latin phrase represents like you know um, a power phrase or you know like a wisdom phrase right that ties together with the name of the the figure the woman figure represented so somehow it ties with her uh, her story and then the constellation really ties together with uh, the woman uh, represented in, in the skies. Gotcha. It's cool. I mean, then people can learn something too. I mean, you, you never know. I mean, maybe if some people haven't heard about that and you know, it's, just, it's really awesome. It's not just, you know, it's not to get like a university class or something. Yeah, no, it, no, of course it's, not. It's a fun thing. It to, is fun. Yeah. To see, oh, wow. Like, I mean, it's a myth. It's history. I yeah. mean, now it's, it's not real, but right. it's just <laughs> something to like spark your curiosity. And, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, I I completely agree. I completely agree. You know, with, you know, the vineyard comes, you know, a lot of different things. And what have you found is the hardest part so far of, of having a vineyard and doing what you do day by day? You know, what would that be if you could pinpoint uh, one or two things or maybe a few things? So having a vineyard is is great for many reasons. Uh, you get to drink wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good wine. Yeah. 
Um, and I was telling some of my my cousins and friends that I hadn't seen in a long time because we were so focused on working on this project. I'm like, I get to see all of you now. You know, yeah. you come and visit they me come now. By, yeah. And I get to meet so many new uh, people from the Newtown community and like especially from the business landscape of Newtown and all the surrounding yes. areas. Yes. I mean, we have amazing businesses here. Yeah, so we do. We can talk about that later. Yeah, but, definitely. Yeah, I definitely um, want to dive into the, that. The best part of having the vineyard is because you can tie in so many, you know, you can partner with so many different people and also you get to know so many different people and, um, you know, get make make them and their friends and their family happy for um, a little while. What's hard about it is, you know, because with every business, it's not just a vineyard. When you start out, you know, the hours are long until you settle, until you create the team, uh, until you know, like, what each team member is good at. And then you can, you know, delegate and then be, um, you know, take a, li- a little step back, basically. Gotcha, yeah. Into getting involved with, like, everything. So, gotcha. And then with, with the hardest part for us actually was uh, trying to like manage the crowds of people because you know we just opened we never thought that we would be full <laughs> like right. uh, yeah yeah so <laughs> since the first week that we opened we were full meaning that all our reservations like were booked and but at least we were like controlling everything and the reservations really helped but also the weekend that we opened, it rained like crazy. And then it, we had the first snow of 2020. Yep. <laughs> um, so it was still a good, you know, opening, uh, considering that everything was new. And then come the second weekend, it was summer. So imagine like going from like snow to summer. Every process had to change for the business. We never thought that we would get so many people that... People would actually park in the road <laughs> all the way down and they had to walk from like the, the main road until our like very long driveway to get to the vineyard, stay in line to get wine. And, wow. you know, you I mean, imagine for yourself, like I would not want to do that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we had to adjust and kind of that was like our sneak peek into what next year will be. <laughs> yeah, no, agreed. And, you know, I got to say, like, I love your space. When I came by and, uh, and visited you um, last week, it was super, it was super great. I had a great time. Nick, uh, from on the, who works on the podcast, was with me. And, um, you know, we really loved the wines. Nick and I are big red guys. So the reds we loved, absolutely loved. I'm not too um, uh, knowledgeable on, on, on Rieslings and on uh, the rosé, but I did like them a lot. <laughs> and, um, but, but the red, oh my gosh. And I will definitely yeah. come in to get some bottles for, for, you know, for Christmas and, and for, you know, events and things like that. And, you know, I, the vibe in there is super great. You know, the piano in the center, the art on the wall, the, how bright it is and how vibrant and colorful and, and the beautiful wood at the bar. And of course, Gary Five Boys, shout out to Gary Five Boys. <laughs> this is now the third podcast episode. I mentioned Gary in the Amp Bar and yes. I expect some royalties. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, you just, you have a great staff and a great vibe and a great space and you must really love the inside, you know, um, space that you have there and uh how much do you love it and and are there any future plans to do anything else with it and what's your so what's let your... me tell you about like how we created the inside of the sure, space sure so as i told you i wanted to include like all my interests there and i said well how can i do it in a 2000 square feet open building with right. like 20 feet uh you know see uh, 20 feet high ceiling because at, originally you know you just see a steel barn a lot of my friends who came over they were like so I'm calling you because I'm in the in front of this steel building. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go on. Come on like, in. Come on in. <laughs> yeah. 
the entrance is like you have to drive a little around, further yeah, yeah. and then you like turn around in the entrance and you see this amazing view of the vineyard you know the seating terraces the fall foliage and then we also have the pond uh, as well on the other side and then also this huge steel building uh, front entrance where it's like covered with glass and also the Mediterranean uh, Portuguese statues right in front yes. of the building. And so you're like, oh, wow, I never expected this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you open the doors and you enter in this building and you were like, well, I did not expect this. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, that's I mean, I saw pictures when I went in. I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm being transformed to another <laughs> another place, another time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. usually people expect, you know, um, either wood or, you know, it's a winery. Yeah. It's like the traditional way of doing it. Yeah. I wanted it to be a place of inspiration, a place of like color and it's joy definitely that. It's and, definitely and that. brightness. Yeah. <laughs> So every um, corner, like uh, I designed the winery to be um, uh, in every time that you come in the winery and you sit somewhere, it will feel like you have sat in a different place because the art that surrounds you is different. Um, so right when, when you enter on both sides, on one side, you will see uh, an area where I'll put up rose papers, paper art. So it will be all filled up with paper art, paper roses, different colors. Uh, and it's just uh, another way of promoting sustainable art and, you know, the, the different ways people, you know, artists come up with so many creative things. And then on, on the other side, you'll see a wall filled with um, actually, uh, what are those called? The... Oh, the the green ones, the greenery. Oh, 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 oh! I see. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I see what you mean. I can't think of it either. Oh, like the the like the the green moss, the moss, the moss. Wall. Yes, the moss oh. wall. Because <laughs> yes, because Nick, um, Nick, our our writer, he when we took the picture. His girlfriend was, uh, his wife was joking that his, his, the moss wall yeah, looked like yeah, a hat. Yeah, looked yeah, like he had a hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love um, that though. I love actually, it. Actually, it's real moss. Yeah, I, I felt it. I'm like, yeah. wait, this is real. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is no joke. <laughs> so, you know, I just wanted to bring something that was alive. And then, you know, you go and then the corner where you have the wooden stoves, you have... Yeah, the stove is so cool. The constellations. And above, the, uh, you also have the Aquila constellations zoomed out. Um, because we, our name actually came from the Aquila constellation, which in, in, like in its own, it means eagle constellation. And the eagle is also the, the, the bird that carried Zeus's thunderbolts into Olympus. And also it's the eagle who brought the cupbearer of the gods to Olympus. And also, you know, my last name is Eagle. So there's uh, like a lot of like, you know, uh, interesting tyings and in, into our name. That's but awesome. But yeah, you'll be able to see like the Aquila constellation and all the constellations um, in the sky right into like that corner wall where the wood stove is. And also we have Van Gogh's, uh, Van Gogh's Starry Night right above our eagle. So yeah. you have like, you know, the Starry Night of the constellations <laughs> and the Starry Night in, in art, in famous art. And then you'll see like there's like a, a, a bookcase wall where we have all our merchandise actually, and then you'll see many different books of that I've read that you know have inspired me as well. Oh, nice! So it's a very like interesting space to just go and walk around. It is. I feel like I could I could have spent all day there, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to soon. I hope. <laughs> and um, while we were uh, drinking our wines, uh, I know you have paired certain you know uh, foods, certain snacks with the wine. 
lines. And I know that BD Provisions has uh, has come in handy with that, and they're super great, and I'm looking forward to chatting with them. But I know that, um, you know, as you were talking about before, collaborations with other businesses in town, um, you've done a few, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to be doing more. So if you want to just speak on all the different things you're doing, uh, go right ahead. Well, so first of all, when I thought about all these partnerships is um, I thought about the way that I want to experience wine. And I've been to many wineries and uh, what I love about drinking wine is who do I drink it with? Where am I sitting? Um, wh- what am I looking at? What am I you know, eating with it? And how interesting is my experience while enjoying some wine? Right. And uh, I wanted to make sure that um, when people like tasted the, our wines, it's not just tasting the wine. You know, you always have the wine with something else. Usually, unless it's, you know, some sort of wine that you drink, like, just for the the fun of it. Sure. And I wanted to make sure that we, like, nail down the pairings of, uh, even if it was just a teaser, of what you can pair this wine with. And I learned about BD Provisions because I was looking for, like, some environmentally friendly stores yeah. in the area. <laughs> Um, They're the one. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know, environmental awareness is important to me as well. Um, I'm actually in the board of a nonprofit who is doing um, an app to inspire climate uh, action and on an individual basis. Oh, that's super cool. So they have like, um, you know, climate or uh, action, like environmental action plans that you can do daily, weekly, whatever. Just oh, that's super cool. As a reference, it's more like a reference guide just so you go and... That's awesome. Check it out. But yeah, so um, I checked out BD Provisions. I went in the store. I loved all their snacks. And then John is great. Yeah. <laughs> when I met John, I saw like the male version of me <laughs> facing me. <laughs> and he says this as well. <laughs> That's great. I call John and he's, I'm like, John, I have this idea. And he's like, oh, you have an idea? <laughs> he just click with people sometimes. Right. And um so um, we decided to do like a Facebook live event. John had never tasted the wines. And I said, John, you know, I kind of tasted the snacks. I have an idea of what the pairings might be, but let's have fun with it. And we can do like our first tasting live on Facebook. So his team came over and we did the pairings. I think three out of the four pairings that I had previously like um, put up in my head they were good. And Perfect. then he changed my mind on one. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But it's nice to have, you know, a local partner in the area. I call John every time. I said, hey, John, I'm running out of snacks or I don't know. I need some jars. Oh, my God. Believe it or not. The day when we had the summer, uh, the summer weather. Yeah. We ran out of glasses. <laughs> I had no glasses to serve oh, no. the wine. <laughs> You guys are so popular. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's we so awesome. We used John's BD Provisions jars. To give out wine. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's different. <laughs> um, well, that was like, we had no choice. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. <laughs> but then we um, we actually uh, did the mulled wine with Gary. Mm. And we were brainstorming where would we serve the mulled wine, you know? And then we were looking at the jars and... Yeah, there, there you we are. go. <laughs> Another That's way perfect. to reuse what we have. That's perfect. And I know that um, you've done some collaborations with the Salt Spa and Castle Chocolate, who we had Erica here the other day, and she's super oh, great. Oh, yeah. So Erica is amazing because with Erica, we do partnerships on like an exclusive basis where mm. every month uh, we do like a pairing. Yeah. And then also we invite her over when we have special events. Um, we had like a iWine Switzerland event that we did with a speaker from Newtown. Her name is Leah Jill. I saw that. I saw and that. she happened to be um, living just five minutes from the vineyard. 
Erika did like an amazing job in like pairing the wines and not only pairing the the taste or the flavor, but also the the colors and you know the aesthetic. Yeah, no, I love her chocolate. I was because uh, I had a um, a friend of mine, Nick, who you met. He got married in October, and one of the gifts that he gave uh, in his gift basket for the groomsmen and stuff like that was uh, uh, a box of her truffles. Oh. And I was tell I was telling her I ate the whole box in like one sitting the yeah. night I got back from the wedding, and then immediately reached out to her. I was like, "You gotta come on the podcast because yeah. oh, I no, love this she stuff." She does great work. Yeah, she yeah. does. And then the salt spot. I see oh, you doing something spot. over there, and I definitely want to speak to the owner of the salt spot, and I definitely want to go over there and check it out because it seems it super out. relaxing and super oh, yeah. cool. So. Uh, what do you say about that? So for I was looking um like our tagline for the vineyard is really we don't just bottle wine, we bottle experiences. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I'm that kind of person that I told you I want to like combine many things into exactly. the wine tasting uh, yep. experience. And um I knew there was a soul spy in Newtown. I had been to the Richfield one. I think there was one. I had been there like eight years ago or something. Gotcha. But in Europe, soul spas are very are very popular. Oh, okay, cool. And um, so I reached out and I was asking, you know, what is your like um, availability, especially during COVID? You never know with businesses how they operate during these times. We actually did have done two events two or three events so far with with her people love it i mean it's so relaxing just sitting there in um pink himalayan salt walls yeah drinking our, awesome. <laughs> our you know wines and doing the tasting and uh, just chatting with each other uh it's a very nice relaxing i'm gonna experience. have to come to the next one i think oh yeah <laughs> it's super we're, close to here too. we're doing the other one december 16th okay so cool call the salt spot yeah i might have I'll to i might there. have to yeah i might have to do that that's super great and then we're also partnering with many other like artists and crafts uh, craft artists in the area even like very small local artists that just turn their passion or that COVID passion, let's right. put it that way, into a business. Yeah, I mean, um, I started this during yeah. COVID and now it's kind of taken off. So yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get it. So uh, we try to stay uh, as local as possible. And I feel like, uh, you know, we add value to what, um, you know, the community and also, of course, all the businesses and um, artists, the local artists add value to, to our business as well. A few more things, and thank you so much for coming on. This is super great. I, I really appreciate it. Um, when you get some free time, I'm sure right now it's it's pretty hard to find, but if you do get free time, what are some things that you like to do? In my free time, I used to be, I used to take a lot of photography. Gotcha. So if you Google my name, you'll see like a Flickr page of like oh, landscapes. Cool. And I've taken most of the photography from the vineyard. Oh, cool. Um, I wish Those I had. Those are good photos. Those are really good photos. Yeah. Um, but then I opened up the vineyard to local photographers because I, I didn't have the time, but I wished others, you know, take advantage of like what I didn't have time to do. And they have taken some stunning photos of families in the vineyard, which I'm so happy. Um, I'm so happy that they, they <laughs> came over this fall. So I usually do a lot of like hiking, as I told you, photography. Um, I listen to music a lot. Like really, when people ask me, how do you manage it all? I'm like, I listen to music all the time. And that's like a really big distressor gotcha. and keeps me focused. And then uh, usually with the kids, we like to play chess. They, they like to play chess a lot, actually. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> that was their uh, COVID um, yeah. hobby. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, just spending more time with, with, uh, with my boys and with the family. Yeah, I mean, you really got to just spend time with family. Any, any chance you can get, especially now, I, I, I totally understand that. I totally get that. My boys, though, were kind of lucky in a way 
because we bought the vineyard and we were developing it in the past five years because they had their dream childhood. I mean, they played in puddles and in, you know, the middle of the vines (laughs) and they got dirty and played with tractors and all the other, you know, farm equipments. So they had a blast. <laughs> That's great because in the future they're going to remember all that, oh, yeah. and they're going to they're going to have like a passion for it, and they're going to they're going to like yeah. it. They're going to like getting their hands dirty and like working out. In the, oh yeah, in the, and now like in, in the, the past month that we we we've been open only a month. They, yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. They keep asking us, "When are we coming to the vineyard?" And I'm like, "It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's different now. It's crowded. It's crazy. There's." People just want to come and get wine and hang out. It's super awesome. And, you know, you're a COVID success story for sure. I mean, you opened during COVID and you're crushing it. I mean, you guys are doing really, really great. And, um, you know, I know you were speaking about music and how much you love music. Well, I would like to ask you what, you know, what is some music that you like to listen to and um, what are you listening to lately? And, and yeah, what, what could you say about so that? So I'm, I don't have a particular genre that I listen to. It's, Me neither. It's all over, right? It's all over. Okay. <laughs> and usually uh, when, because I, I use mo- music as a term of like distressing and concentration as Same. well, I have this habit often many times where I put this one song on repeat. It can play over 30 times. I do that. And I, it's like, it's not boring to me. Actually, I enjoy it the more I listen to it. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's just, I, I like it. And then in the vineyard, uh, people ask me like, what type of music would you like me to play? I'm like, whatever you like. And even um, during like my, my staff members, we usually like, I let them pick whatever music they want to pick to put, um, you know, in the vineyard while they're there. And they have such varied styles. And I'm like, whatever you enjoy, it's fine with me because right. I like all types of music. That's awesome. Uh, old and new. And right now, actually, I'm listening to some um, Albanian old or more like classy um, music um, because I'm doing like an Albanian celebration on Sunday gotcha. for their like Independence Day. So I'm gathering the Albanian American community here. That's super cool. I mean, I'm I'm totally someone myself who likes to kind of dabble in a bunch of different genres right now um which is kind of not like me i'm listening to some it's it's sort of alternative country chris stapleton um he just came out with a new album it's super great and like you were saying he has a couple songs that i'm listening over and over and over and over and i don't get sick of it either because yeah. it's, it's super relaxing and calming and and you know where it's headed and and you like it and so i i totally agree with you on that you know you're only a month old and uh so everything <laughs> is is so super new but um you know what are some future plans that you have for the vineyard that maybe aren't in action now but something that you're thinking about for the future yeah so um actually when we had the ribbon cutting event which I'll post photos actually tomorrow and someone some one of my friends took um or of artist friend uh, took of like some drone photos and some drone videos oh nice and at the time there was like a lot of like fall um, foliage as well and the place looked incredible and we were looking at the place from the top and we were like oh my god there's so much more space that we can do so many more things well first of all we want to make sure that we kind of expand the parking and uh, get ready for you know the the crowds and the visitors for the summer uh, because we want to make sure everybody gets you know the the fastest possible service and the best experience so we're gonna expand the parking make sure we have like enough service um, space outdoors as well Right now for the winter, we have added a few more fire pits and um, some heaters are on the way as well. But then um, starting next year, we will have a lot of like um, live events, live music every weekend. 
Uh, we're going to do many like piano soirees. Oh, cool. Um, because we have, you know, the grand yes. piano um, in the vineyard. Oh, I got to be there for that. <laughs> um, we we are open like to events for family events, corporate events, of course, within, you know, the, the limits um, of COVID right now. And then many other, um, you know, events and experiences partnering with our local local businesses. So being a vineyard, um, are there any plans for the vineyard to maybe during winter um, close temporarily for a few months or is the vineyard going to be open all year round? So that's a question that many people ask. And for now, we will be open unless, you know, it snows very badly and we cannot open the the driveway. Okay, cool. Or like it's like freezing cold and whatever we do, like, you know, you can't be (laughs) (laughs) in there. Okay, cool. Um, But so far we're going to be open and we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's our first year. We'll just play it by ear. That's great. It's, it's so nice to have a place to go to and you're such a, a great person. Your family is so awesome and, and we're, we're so excited to have you here. I can't tell you how many people are like, wow, we have a vineyard again. Like this is, this yeah. is just so super great. This is so awesome. Before you guys came, there were some other vineyards um, that I went to like Jones and stuff like that, or, you know, DeGrazia. What are some vineyards around here that you went to before um, you opened yours? And, and are there some that you still think of that you'll yeah. visit despite having one? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, like I used to visit Jones as well. Okay. We know um, we know the owner oh, cool. well as well. We met with him many times. Cool. We've met, I think my husband met the owner of the um, previous vineyard here in town. We love to go to Govea Vineyards and actually Joe Govea is a good friend of ours. Oh, cool. I have, oh, even like the the Paradise Vineyard, I think Paradise Hills, it's like next to Wallingford. We, we know the owners as well. I love, like, if I had time, you know what I wonder sometimes? I see all the people that come and yeah. you know, taste the wines and I'm like, I wish I could be sitting and having this like relaxing experience <laughs> yeah. in my own vineyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's different when, you know, yeah. you're like the owner and you have to like uh, oversee everything. Exactly. But one day I'll take the time to just experience my own vineyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then there's this other, I think, small vineyard in Reading um that i want to go to and check it out because it's a really like uh, very nice intimate space um so i i loved like supporting uh local businesses but also like other local wineries in uh in the area mostly because you understand how much effort all of those businesses put into uh creating such a beautiful space for the community together was Newtown always in the plans or was it because the space was available or, um, you know, did you have a soft spot for Newtown or, 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 or what, what was that all about? Uh, no, we just found the, found the space. Gotcha. We found the farm and then we had heard, you know, really good things about Newtown as a, as a community. Many people who used to work in my company uh, used to live here as well. So I have heard, I had heard really nice things about Newtown. And yeah, I mean, we wanted to make it our home. Yeah, no, that's great. That's super great. Well, listen, before my guests leave me, I always ask them a question. And that question is, well, it's been changed and modified here Uh and there. So the question originally was, you know, Connecticut's known for having some of the best pizza in the country and New Haven in particular. So one thing I was doing, I was asking my guests, if you're in New Haven, is there a specific type of pizza, you know, pizza place that you enjoy going to? But I know that not everyone can have the ability to just go out to New Haven all the time and eat the pizza. So if there's a specific place that you enjoy getting pizza around here or or anywhere, Mm -hmm. or if there's just a place that you like to eat in the area that you're very fond of, um, 
what would that be? Well, uh, I would... <laughs> without without making enemies. <laughs> um, so actually, one of the first pizza place that I went to in Newtown was Pizza Palace. Okay, cool. Uh, and the owner is Albanian as yes. well. Yep. We love them. We love them. Um, so yeah. they have a very special type of pizza. Uh, it's like more, uh, not as thin crust as you're normally used to, but it's very delicious. It is very good. So they were the first ones. And then uh, for the last month, probably, I've been living with pizza from Project Pizza, who the yes. owners are still Albanian. Yes. And um, Blicker's, Lion's Blicker Pizza. Lion's Blicker, yes. Yeah. Yes. So each of them have like three different types of uh, different styles of pizza making yep. which i love yeah and i was actually thinking right before i came here i i got some bd provision snacks because i was like you know, <laughs> nice a late afternoon snack and i'm like oh my god you've been living with like bd provision snacks and <laughs> and pizza from newtown and some right. wine for the past month <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome what better combination right <laughs> yeah i mean we're so lucky in newtown to have so many great restaurants oh I yeah mean, so lucky like it's really becoming um quite the the place to go the quite the destination yeah. and now it's going to be quite the destination place to go to go and see neviana over at aquila's nest and listen thank you for coming by this has been super super great super knowledgeable you have a really cool story really cool background your family's really cool we're super excited to have you here you're a great addition to the community i'll be back often and uh, I'm looking forward to bringing my girlfriend by and having her check it out as well. So Neviana, thank you so much for coming by and have a good evening. Thank you. Huge thanks once again to my guest on the podcast today, Neviana Zhgaba. Thank you so much for coming by the studio. What a great chat getting to know the incredible journey of Aquila's Nest. Thank you so much for the bottle of wine. Wishing you all great success. I know you will do well and I will see you over at the vineyard again soon. Yet again, just like that, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback. As a reminder, you can play the podcast with the help of your smart speaker by simply saying, play the podcast Sweeten Up with Jeff Spencer. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, post-production and music Morgan Luzzi, art director Kurt Vinci, editor and writer Nick Passacredit, and huge thanks to Devin Sapelli. Next week on the podcast, I will be joined by Connecticut State Comptroller, the great and powerful Kevin Lembo. Kevin P. Lembo is a Democratic elected official, currently the Connecticut State Comptroller, the statewide elected official responsible for reporting on state finances, administering health care plans for public employees and retirees, and paying the state's bills. He first took office on January 5th, 2011, and has been a mainstay ever since. We had such a fun, inspiring, and uplifting conversation, covering Kevin's background first spanning decades as a public health advocate, his thoughts on our current healthcare situation in the state and the country, what it's like being Connecticut State Comptroller, his goals for 2021, and so much more. But until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy, love you all, peace.